0: Our scripture lesson for this Sunday is from the 25th chapter of the Gospel according to St. Matthew. It's the parable of the ten bridesmaids. Then the kingdom of heaven will be like this. Ten bridesmaids took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five of them were wise. When the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them, but the wise took flasks of oil for their lamps. As the bridegroom was delayed until midnight, all of them became drowsy and slept. But at midnight, there was a shout, look, here is the bridegroom, come and meet him. Then all of the, those bridesmaids got up and trimmed their lamps. But the foolish ones said to the wise, come to us, give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise replied, no, we will not do that because we will not then have enough for us. Go and buy some for yourselves. And while the foolish bridesmaids went to buy the oil, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went with him into the wedding banquet, and the door was shut. Later the other bridesmaids came, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he replied, Truly, I don't know you, and neither is my door open to you. And the door was shut." Well, dear friends, in Christ's grace and peace be on you from God our Father, from our Lord, and from our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. You know, that's a really weird gospel reading because it violates almost everything we know about Jesus and everything we know about Semitic hospitality. Jesus keeps telling us that the door is never shut, that there is never too late to, to turn, you know, repent and do good. He keeps telling us that, The last will be first, and the first will be last. And here, the last most certainly are not the first, and the first are most certainly not the last. And the door, presumably the door of salvation, is shut in their face. So what do we make of this? Why would Jesus do this? Well, obviously, I can't tell you for sure. But the one thought keeps coming to me when I read this passage, when I think about the seeming incongruity between the love of God and sla- slapping the door shut in the face of the foolish. Because you know, all of us are foolish bridesmaids. None of us really keep our lamp stocked for the returning of the Lord. We tend to just pretend that life is going to go on forever, just the way it is, and we didn't have to, we don't have to change anything. But in a way, don't you think that the message that we don't always have time that at some point our lives are required of us. And in a sense, the door shuts, at least for this part of our existence. Because if we don't ever have a deadline, then we don't ever change what we're doing. There's always time to get it right. And when there's always time to get it right, we never take the time to get it right. I was thinking about this a week ago as I was preparing my Sunday sermon because... There was a house, a beautiful, beautiful house uh, just across a small field from us that had served for, it was, it, was a, you know, it was a timbered, quite a nice house, and it had turned, served people for quite a long time. But the owners of it had passed on, and their daughter really couldn't care for it anymore. And so it was sold to a developer, and he was going to tear it down and, and put two houses on the, on the space. But what they did, rather than tearing it down, they just set it on fire. They got the local fire department to come and, with all their trucks and to spray down the you know, outlining shrubbery to make sure it didn't spread. But then in just a couple hours, that beautiful old house just burned right to the ground to a big pile of smoking rubble. And when I watched that, I thought, there's an allegory there, and the allegory... Is, well, I'll probably never personally make a pile of smoking rubble. At some point, everything that this body, this house of mine, protects, everything about me that I do in this world is at some point going to come to an end, probably sooner than I want it to. And there'll be no more time for me to say, I love you to the person who needs to hear, I love you. There'll be no more time to even write a check to a charity that is helping poor kids. There's going to be no more time to helping a neighbor. I mean, everything I have to do, I have only today to do it. And that's kind of a truism. And yet the thing about truisms is that truisms are true. You know, they uh, they When you say something so obvious that everyone knows it, it's probably because it is obvious, and yet... I don't live that way. And probably you don't too. So Jesus' message that sometime the door to the wedding banquet is going to close is not one of warning to us so much as one of helping us understand that we are physical people in a physical world. And in a physical world, this part of me, this body that God has given me, is going to come to an end and be of no more use than that burning pile of rubble in the neighbor's house. So it's a blessing to me when Jesus says, don't always think you have tomorrow. And in that sense, it's a good news. So thanks be to God. Now let us pray. Our Father in heaven, we do, especially on Thanksgiving week, give thanks to you for all the things you've done for us, for our families, for our friends, for the world you've created. We thank you for our country and for our community, for our church, for our families, and for our friends. Lord, we pray for all those who suffer, who suffer from wars and injustice and from illness and from natural disasters. We pray for all those, Lord, who help, for the physicians and the nurses and all the medical personnel, for police officers and firefighters and utility workers, for farmers and teachers and merchants and for all those who try to make this a better world. We pray for our president, Lord, and for our governor, for all the men and women in the armed forces. And we pray for one another as we remember the words that you taught us. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you and make God's face shine upon you and be gracious unto you, May the Lord lift up the light of God's countenance upon you and give each of you God's peace. We thank you for being here. We thank you for everything you do, and we hope you have a blessed week and a blessed Thanksgiving.